Over to Sudan now, the World Food Programme has said that millions of dollars of worth of food at the aid destin food aid destined for Sudan has been looted since fighting broke out last month. WFP said pillaging in the country was rampant. Meanwhile, President Biden has issued an executive order authorising sanctions against Sudan, saying the fighting must end. Well, the latest ceasefire has failed to hold, with heavy fighting continuing in the capital Khartoum and in nearby cities. I've been speaking with our diplomatic correspondent, Paul Adams, who is following the story from Nairobi. Well, as you say, we're supposedly on day two of a seven-day ceasefire, but it's pretty much the same situation in Khartoum and elsewhere as we've seen on all the other previous ceasefires. In other words, there is really no ceasefire, and I think almost people should stop trying to pretend that there is, because uh, for the reality for those millions of people still living in Khartoum is that they can hear the fighting all around them. It is in particular areas, the same areas that we've seen the fighting for the past several weeks, uh, but it has remained pretty intense in those areas. And in the meantime, you have this incredibly lawless situation right across the country because we've had a, a breakdown of law and order. The police are not functioning properly. It isn't just the warring military factions that are causing difficulty and hardship for the civilian population. It is now this rampant looting by armed gangs, youths wandering around with machetes and guns, uh, causing difficulty for the aid agencies who are trying to get aid in. We've heard these reports in the last day or two of, of World Food Programme convoys being ransacked and looted, of warehouses being ransacked. So it's an impossible situation for the international community to mount an effective humanitarian operation. And that's why they're trying, and so far unsuccessfully, to get the two warring parties—excuse <coughs> me—to get the two warring parties to inject an element of uh, of uh, control on their people on the ground to make the aid. Uh, operation possible. Paul, um, in terms of the food situation, now clearly you know, we're hearing these reports of, of food aid being looted, but what are kind of happening to, to the people in Khartoum, for example, that are needing to kind of get to source resources quickly and fast? How are they able to get to them? Khartoum has got a, a, a lot of uh, food markets. Um, there's plenty of agriculture around the city. There, uh, the last time I asked this specific question a couple of days ago to someone they said look there's still fresh vegetables to be had trouble is you know are you uh, do you feel safe enough to go out and find them uh, or are you worried about running into armed gangs and in some cases in the last few days armed gangs who are intent on uh, on uh, kidnapping or forcing young men to join uh, the, their, their groups it's a very lawless situation which makes the that the search for food and other supplies quite a precarious one. A lot of people stocked up early on in this conflict, but we're talking about a situation that's been going on now for three weeks. And some of the supplies that people uh, got into their homes, whether it's water or dry goods, pasta and so forth, all of that is running out. And that's why people are taking the very, very difficult decision that, it's, that they should ultimately leave the city and try and find refuge elsewhere. Paul Adams, uh, speaking to us from Nairobi.